0: When I walked into human resources, I tried to sound confident and strong, but there are some lies the body just won't believe, and my legs shook. I've been called into account for something relatively minor, but if the authorities scratch the surface, there could be a real problem. My only job is to keep my mouth shut, and then just fall on the sword at the right moment. Let's back up a bit. You see, there was a single woman on the trading desk before I arrived. She was a moderating influence a force for order against chaos. Then she went on maternity leave and the entire place started yelling about their cock and balls. A second after that, porn began flowing between desks like water. There were, of course, senior traders around us, men in their forties and fifties who should have known better, but they didn't know better. They were probably the worst offenders because back then surfing for porn on the internet was a real novelty for everyone. The firm wasn't completely blind to this, and soon assigned a technology executive to monitor the situation. Let's call him Ant. Ant loved working in the fishbowl with the traders. In part, this was because he was in control of a firehose of porn. Rather than stopping it from getting onto the desk, he was more like a quartermaster. You'd tell him what you were interested in, and presto, he'd have it organized neatly in folders. I remember asking him once about HR monitoring this sort of behavior, and he just laughed. Who do you think gives them the reports? He was also a great trader. His most famous trade went something like as follows. In the final days of the Clinton internet boom, one of the assistants foolishly said something about being able to eat a lot of dumplings. Anytime the junior spoke up, we'd be met with a torrent of abuse or otherwise confronted. So immediately the traders around him threw out a challenge. Eat 40 dumplings in 20 minutes. His choice, fried or steamed. He accepted because he was a Jew. Not only did he love money, but they're trained all their youth to eat Chinese food. An elaborate gambling scheme is immediately formed around the challenge. One-touch dumpling call options that paid out exponentially if you hit the over-under. Hundreds of dollars are soon at stake. Traders then begin building books over the phone. The assistant chooses steamed dumplings. Bad choice. Much heavier and harder to eat than fried. Ant is a big man, and he knows food. He hears the assistant pick steam dumplings and immediately plays dumb. Wanders over there with a, hey, what you guys doing? Before placing all his money on the under. The assistant eats 25 or 30 and then gives up to shouts of derision. Ant wins. Sweeps the cash into his pockets and saunters back to the desk to continue indexing his extensive pornography collection. The most senior trader on the desk is a tough old guy. Let's call him Phil. Phil thinks it's time to cut our IT guy down to size. Says he has to eat more dumplings than the assistant. Ant says no. Various senior traders offer him north of a thousand to do it. Then all the way up to five thousand and Ant keeps saying no. A big dog in the room yells ten thousand dollars. Forty dumplings in twenty minutes. Ant turns with a smile and says done. Dumplings are reordered but he orders fried ones. The food arrives and he starts popping them in his mouth like Cheerios. Not even a fair fight. He killed them in ten minutes. The big dog stalks over to the desk, pulls out $10,000 in cash, and hands it to Ant. I'm pretty sure he left for the day shortly after that. Nobody knew why he had that much money in his desk, but speculation varied from deposit on a car to a hit on one of the other traders in the room. Another head of trading, a grumpy old bastard I never really knew, chimes in, "'Hey, Ant!' What about my standing bet with anyone who eats a stick of butter for $500? Ant says, bring me the butter. Butter served. Ant asks if he's allowed to eat it with anything. Gets the nod. Ant gets four crackers from the pantry. Splits the stick of butter in half, puts each side in between crackers, and eats his butter sandwiches. The trader hands him $500. $10,500. Turns out that's exactly what he was short for his wedding. Everyone is laughing except the senior guy who left down ten large and the assistant who failed to eat the dumplings. He's sitting in the corner looking a little green and miserable. Seeing this, I load up an email with a picture of a 1980s actor named Erica Strada and a fairly anodyne insult. You are gay. This was a standard practice at the desk, to knife someone when they're down. You can quibble over the rest of my upcoming book, but it was also probably the first use of what is commonly known now as a meme. A meme is a system of ideas that is shared culturally. It inhabits you and directs your actions. Often it was a medium for abuse, just like today. Anyway, the trading assistant opens up the email, sees the meme, and his laugh attracts the wrong sort of executive, who just happened by. That's how I found myself in human resources. I'm introduced to another HR executive, James. They say they understand people can make mistakes, and I was unlucky to get caught. But James is going to re-explain the firm's email rules. James asked me what I did to get in trouble, and I explained the Eric Estrada, you are gay file I sent. He says, oh, you mean the one with him running around naked with the cape on? I'm like, um, no. What have you been looking at, James?